Hello, hello, hello there, and welcome back to the Wallflower Hour. I'm your host, Chris, and I'm here virtually with... Hey guys, it's Jess. It has been a minute. (laughs) A minute. Yep, but we're back. Thanks for tuning in again. Thank you. Um, Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about self-care, and Mm. this is relatable for everyone and anyone literally and we thought it was just a good topic just to talk about and to bring more awareness to and hopefully by listening to this you guys will feel just a bigger understanding on how you can better take care of yourself and manage um, your stressors or different ways that we can cope um, even if it's in small ways with whatever stressors or things you're going through in your life Um, that have helped us as well. So we created an acronym for self-care. So the C-A-R-E can represent self-care, self-awareness, self-respect, and self-empowerment. Get it! (laughs) Woohoo! So um, we are going to just kind of define each of those to begin with. And since we're different people... We mm-hmm. may have different definitions or um, ways experiences, we, yeah, that we understand the different terms. So we just wanted to begin by um, defining some of these terms. So I think usually self care and self awareness go hand in hand, mm-hmm. and so you need to have an awareness before you can take action in what you need to care for. Right? Yes. So self-awareness is having the conscious knowledge of what's going on and how you're feeling and, yeah, what you're processing and just being aware of that. And then you can take control of that by taking an action in self-care. So self-care is taking an active role in protecting yourself and your well-being your happiness, and that is especially during times of stress. And it's just a practice of like restoring your own health and mind to a place where you feel at peace and you're taking care of that in yourself. So that's how we kind of define self-care and self-awareness. And then the next two are self-respect and self-empowerment. And I feel like these also go hand in hand. Um, Self-respect is about having pride and confidence in who you are and just be who you are created to be comfortable in your own skin, you know, and self-empowerment is when you respect yourself and you can take control of your own life and make positive choices and just really empower yourself to achieve your goals, um, understand your strengths and weaknesses, and just really believing in yourself to achieve these goals and just really shine through your own self-confidence. So like Jess said, we're, we have different experiences and we want to kind of talk about the different things that we have learned self-care. So we're going to talk about the first two, um, self-care and self-awareness. So for me, I am a pushover, literally. (laughs) Push me over the cliff, sis. That's okay. I'll do it with a smile on my face. (laughs) Yeah, you've always been one to be super helpful and like, you know, you're always willing to help 
Mm-hmm. Like people please and stuff. Right. And I think sometimes, I mean, this kind of might be off topic, but not really. But I think sometimes it kind of goes hand in hand with our religion. You know, we've grown up being Christian, both of us, and we've always learned to like help others who are in need, you know, put others before yourself. And I think I took that and I just literally ran with it like my whole life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so for years, I, honestly do not I was never aware of the exhaustion I'm putting myself in you know because I didn't have self-awareness because my mom would even tell me she would be like oh you know you don't love yourself you don't love yourself I'm like girl (laughs) I love myself more than Beyonce loves herself you know but then I didn't understand it and then years later I told my friend And she explained it perfectly. So she said, there's Chris and there's all these people around Chris. And Chris gives all of herself, a part of her heart, a part of her life to every single person. And after she has given out everything, Chris has nothing for herself. So Mm -hmm. that is not having self-love. And so that was when I started to have self-awareness, you know. And starting with quarantine and my current boyfriend, I'm kind of learning more about self-care and self-love and self-awareness, basically, because I've always had such a busy life because I always want to please everybody. You know, Uh, someone invited me here to their birthday. They're my friend. I cherish our friendship. I have to go. Someone had a baby. I cherish them. I have to go. You know, I'm busy doing all these things and I don't have time to really just take time for myself and have self-care to heal myself. Because like my friend said, I'm passing myself out so much. I'm spreading myself thin that I don't have self-care. And that is very draining, you know, emotionally Mm -hmm. that I didn't realize. And it isn't until, like I said, recently with my current boyfriend and my uh, COVID, I'm starting to have awareness and be like, you know, it's okay to say no. You know, it's funny because I tell my best friend Joy that I'm like, it's okay to say no, but I don't even say no myself, you know, (laughs) and like, I'm like trying to be okay with, I don't want to go. You don't have to go. You know what I mean? Whoever's listening to this and you're in the same boat, I'm telling you now, you don't have to go. And like, for instance, my current situation, girl, I got a full life. (laughs) I don't have time to do other things. And that's okay. Like I have a full-time job. I'm going to school, taking a master's program part-time. I am sick, you know, like um, health-wise. I have like a life disorder, you know. I have, like for instance, I have arthritis, you know. I have to learn how to be healthy. I have to take time to be okay and prolong my health because I'm 30, Okay. Right. And I have arthritis. That's really young. Your you know? is like recent, more recent. Super so you're recent. Learning, yes. you know, how to manage all of that. Exactly. Like I'm lucky that I'm young, you know, and I still have this energy, but I need to take this time and learn how to take care of myself, you know, right. because when I'm older and I'm in more pain, no one's going to be there, you know, except for yourself. You So you have to learn and be aware of what you're able to do and when you're able to do it, you know, and that's really for me, my self-awareness and taking care of myself. And I need, 
I'm now trying to be in the not like a me like I don't care what they say. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but like it's okay to say no. Like and I was just telling Jess that if they're your true friends, they'll understand and they'll be like, "Don't worry about it. We'll do it some other time." You know? Right. I think it's about I think you're learning your boundaries, right? Yes. And your limits and um you know, it's really learning that, hey, I want to go to this. I want to be there for you. But right now. I come the, first. Yeah. I earn this situation, right? In this certain point in my day or life or week mm-hmm. or hour. Mentally, I cannot handle that. I have too much on my plate. Yeah. Right? Or just knowing that that's going to push you over the edge where you're not going to be able to be available for yourself or the people around you Mm -hmm. that need you or you're, you know, it's just going to overflow negatively to yourself or the people around you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just, it's, it's a journey, but I honestly think the first step to self-care is self-awareness. Oh, totally. Analyzing yourself, you know, and like really understanding, you know, what, what you need, you know, and put yourself first. Because realistically, something I've learned, which is kind of sad, realistically, this world is like everyone's selfish, literally, you know, and Mm -hmm. that metaphor I gave of me giving myself every to everyone, no one's going to give themselves to me. So sometimes you just got to be a little selfish. And it's okay. You know, it's okay. So I think a lot of the times we hear You know, like, oh, you don't care about me because you didn't show up to this or you said you wanted to do this, but you didn't show up. Right. Or or like, oh, you're you're lazy. Right. (laughs) 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 But sometimes it's really just what our body needs, you know, Mm -hmm. and and mentally what we're all going through things. And sometimes you don't you don't know what someone's going through. Yeah, right. Exactly behind closed doors someone can look like they're in a good place in their life but really they can have a ton of stuff going on in their life Mm um that you don't know about like i don't even think you know but my grandpa passed away this week and it's like oh my god i'm so you know like there's just you don't know what someone's going through and so you need to make those choices for yourself that are going to be very like helpful or that are going to help you cope right better than going to this place where you're going to be around a ton of people or socialize and you're Mm -hmm. not going to be having fun or your mind's not going to be there so why even go you know yeah so I totally get that and I agree that you know you need to have that self-awareness and that it's okay you know it's okay Mm -hmm. to say no sometimes and that part of that is you're taking care of yourself, mm-hmm. right? Even though society or, you know, mm-hmm. the views of others may not say that, right? Or support that. But so then when you have that self-awareness, Chris, and you mentioned it a little bit earlier, how sometimes you get more like agitated or whatever. But um, what do you notice in yourself Like, how do you know when you need time for yourself? I think after being self-aware now, honestly, I think my body knows. They know. And they're like, I am tired. Mm -hmm. 
Like I just told, we just, cause we haven't, me and Jess haven't seen each other for weeks. Well, clearly, cause we haven't recorded in a week. Yeah, I know. But yeah, I had a really rough week, Mm. (laughs) like a really rough week. And I'm supposed to go to this thing on Sunday. And I, my body's like, I don't want you to go. If you're listening, these people, I'm sorry, I'm not going on Sunday. You don't don't know it yet. (laughs) Wait, so it's more of a physical um sign for you then like you feel your body fatigue do you feel I don't know do you no, feel it's I think it was it's um mental like it was a mentally draining week for me like okay. really we went on a trip stuff happened there and then my cat and then just thing after thing after thing and it's just I'm pretty tired and I because of self-realization self, self-awareness I'm like I need a break to just do nothing you know because but what are like things that you like how do you know like what is your body telling you like for me like physically I feel like fatigued or I feel sore or like pressure on like soreness around my upper shoulder Uh like emotionally I know that I need time for myself because I'm like more agitated irritable like negative around the people that you know I care about or I just don't have the Mm -hmm. a good attitude right and that's when I realize okay I need to take a step exactly so that's what it is right there Mm -hmm. what you just said mental health check Mm -hmm. take a second in your day and think mental health check where am I right now do I really need to be going out right now? So like what you just said, you're like, I'm agitated. I'm whatever. That's you doing a mental health check. And so that means those are signs that you need a break for yourself. Mm. You know, not so that's just, what you usually do for yourself. Yeah. Mental health checks. And I think it's important for everyone because that's when you are taking time to check on yourself. You know, totally. like I said, I'm a people pleaser. I, I go out and I make sure everyone else is okay except for myself. So that's why it's important to just stop for a minute. Mm. That's why they say stop and smell the flowers or something like that. Stop it's and li- smell the roses. Yeah. So it's exactly like that. Just stop. Take a second of your life breathe and say what's going on right now are you okay Mm. you good you good okay let's go on with our day (laughs) no okay what do you go get a coffee on yourself you know go treat go treat yourself do what makes you happy to get yourself into the right state of mind right and a lot of times for those kind of situations for me what I I tell my friend joy (laughs) to It's me day. Like Mm. a lot of us are in relationships, in families and whatever. And you just have so many obligations, you know, like I have school obligation, work obligation, family obligation, cat parenting (laughs) obligations, you know, sometimes everyone, if you're listening right now, take a me day. And a me day is I would go either like to the beach by myself, go Mm. eat a lunch by myself. You know, just take your own time, go get your nails done, 
go something that'll make you have your own day. And I think everyone needs that. Have you ever tried that? Uh, I actually have. And so the past like two months have been super crazy for me. And like every weekend has had something, right? And I really have not had the time to slow down or have me time until this past weekend. And I totally know what you mean because all those things that I was saying, right, I can notice myself becoming less impatient, less positive. My body just feels really tired and fatigued. Um, All those things I felt. And I would turn to my boyfriend and I'd be like, I need a me day. (laughs) You know, or like, I need some alone time with God. Yeah. Right. And so... The other day, I took a bath, a bubble bath. I know. So those are things that I do. I take a bubble bath or I've been meaning to just get outside and take a walk or get my guilty pleasure drink at Starbucks, which is a pink (laughs) drink. Oh, is (laughs) it a refresher? Uh, It's a refresher with coconut milk. (sighs) Yeah. So sometimes I'll just like treat myself to something like that or... Even if it's like lighting a candle, which I have right here. (laughs) I don't know. Just allowing myself to let the dishes pile for a day. Yeah. Right. Or making myself a hot cup of tea and just sitting in silence. (laughs) That sounds so sad, but sometimes it's just what I need. Because like you said, it's like, go, 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 go. There's always something to do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's so funny. My friend posted a TikTok the other day (laughs) and it was this lady who it was just showed all the things that goes through a woman's mind of like Uh oh. and it showed her no it showed her like okay just when you think you're done and then it's like the laundry just ended so you have to like put it in the dryer and then you turn around <laughs> and then the cupboards open and then you have to like put all the dry dishes back in the rack and then you turn around and then it's like oh man the toilet's all dirty I gotta scrub it <laughs> and then you turn around and it's like okay I'm gonna finally relax and then you look at the time and it's like oh man it's lunchtime and then you gotta you know it's just like never ending and I could You know, living on my own now and having my own apartment and having to, like, cook, it really is like that. Like, I go to work all day. I come home. I have to cook. And then, like, I eat and then wash up. And then by the time you know it, you just go to sleep and do it all over again. (laughs) Preach. This is adulting, everybody. And then the worst thing is having to go grocery shopping and think about (laughs) all the meals you're going to cook for the week. It's just like, yeah, a lot of work Mm -hmm. outside of work. (laughs) And like, that's like just the daily things. Right. People don't realize that's a daily thing. And that's already exhausting listening about it. (laughs) That's what we do every day. It's the reality. And then. It's like on the weekends, if you're busy, then it's like you didn't really have a weekend to really mm-hmm. relax and enjoy, right? Yeah. And mind you, like, you know, people self-care in different ways, for especially for extroverts, right? They like mm-hmm. um, 
I don't know, meeting up with people and sometimes that's how they relax or get their energy mm-hmm. and enjoy themselves. So it's going to be a little different for everyone. But yeah, like I guys think... might be like playing video games. Exactly. And so I don't know. That's just kind of what I notice for myself is, yeah, doing the mental health check or just I think I've come to a point now where I can recognize it in myself when I just need time for myself or need a me day. Mm-hmm. And it's really been helpful. And I think it's also been helpful to, you know, just listen to different podcasts about self-care and how to do that better and how to be more aware of it. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's relevant for anyone, right? Because mm-hmm. a lot of people work, you know, even for stay-at-home moms, sometimes it's hard to just find time to yourself. Yeah. Like my sister always tells me <laughs> my five minutes of silence is when I'm standing in the shower or on the sitting <laughs> on the toilet. <laughs> and like I see this for my sister and my sister-in-law when I'm able to sit down and have hot food or warm food because oh, no. they always eat cold food. And I'm sure that's so relevant for a ton of mothers. Yeah. But, you know, just allowing yourself to – treating yourself to a hot cup of coffee or tea or, you know. Yeah. I don't know, just different ways. Yeah. But I think that's also, like, when you realize it, though. So they have self-awareness that my five minutes of me mm. time and happiness is in the shower, you know, and right. all this stuff. But I also think in addition to mental health checks, I think before you make your decisions about your day and what you want to do, ultimately, like the self-care definition, will this bring me happiness? Mm. You know, will this be good for my well-being? You know what I mean? Like if you do a mental health, like if someone's like, hey, um, I need you, like your parents. Okay, let's say our parents because our parents probably ask us to help them do things, right? Right. Like, I need, I have this day and I need you to help me do this, you know, when it's literally like maybe my one day off. Mm-hmm. I think to myself, is this going to bring me happiness? <laughs> Will it? <laughs> no, but seriously. And I'm lucky that my mom is very Americanized and right. she is very big about my mental health. Like clearly, like she already knew years ago, I don't love myself, you know, mm. and I need self-care. And I, I've learned to just say no, mom, I need time alone. <laughs> and she's no. like, yeah, and she and she'll be like, okay, just Aww. let me know whenever, you know. But it's just something I need done. But I mean, yeah, whatever, you know. But it's like, you know, before, like growing up as Asian kids, we always had to be obedient, literally do everything they right. wanted to do. And there was a time when I finally, like, I was living with my mom, and like she literally made me do everything for her (laughs) and there was a time where I was just too exhausted and I told her mom look I love you but stop (laughs) Mm. well yeah I think that's part of it too right with self-care like you need to set good boundaries right and that's what happens a lot of the times is that in the definition too it's like you are protecting your well-being and your happiness, mm-hmm. um, especially during times of stress, because that's when we get overloaded and then yeah. we 
need to take time for ourselves. And so sometimes when our parents ask us to do things, it's like we want to help them because we love them and want to be obedient to them. But sometimes it's, it creates more stress. Mm -hmm. And so it's really being able to like voice, like you said, like, I want to help you and I love you, but I can't do that right now, (laughs) you know? Yeah. And it it sucks because like sometimes you feel guilty because I'm a people pleaser too, but you have to like set those boundaries, you know? And it's all about communication, too, yes. I think. But I like that in the definition, too. It says that it's self-care is taking an active role. So you have to be active in making a choice of what you're going to do to take care of yourself. Because if you just sit there, nothing's going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. And so things are just going to continue to be, right? Yeah. I think no one can tell you how to self-care and self-aware. Like you could be listening to our podcast and still think we're speaking Chinese or something, you know, (laughs) but I think honestly it takes time, you know, when, if you were telling me all this crap we're talking about when in my twenties, I'd be like, (laughs) yeah, right. (laughs) But like, I think as we're older, we have, we start reflecting on ourselves, you know, and if you don't understand it now, give it time because you'll tire out. (laughs) Yeah, I think you bring up a good point and something that I wanted to share earlier is like, so I like that you said that self-care is something that needs to be learned and practiced because I think that's so true Um, because, right, as we get older, we just learn more about ourselves and how we function and what works for us and what doesn't. And I think in the past, when I was younger, I was also a very big people pleaser, right? Mm-hmm. Cause that's what we grew up with. I like to help people serve them. I had to be obedient to my parents and everything was always like giving, right? Giving, giving, giving. And, um, yeah, it's not till I was like older, or even just like starting to work in healthcare too, where it's like, my job is to serve and help and do all these things. And so when I come home, I'm like running on low energy, right? Low patience, low, um, yeah, just on a low tank of gas. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's not fair for the people around me, right? The way that I'm treating them, if I am impatient and it's not their fault. Right. Mm -hmm. But I need to learn. I think I heard this, um, phrase it's like a car cannot run on an empty gas tank and it's so true right like if I come home and I'm running on low and I have like you said giving a piece of yourself to this person and this person and this thing and this event right you're gonna be running on low right and yeah so I think that you know by setting boundaries by practicing being kind to yourself, having, you know, self-compassion and taking action and doing little things to care for yourself um, gives you that gas and that energy back and, Mm -hmm. you know, that self-love to be able to love others, right? Because if you don't love yourself, you're not taking care of yourself. How can you fully and take care of others, you know? Just like RuPaul so. says, if you don't love yourself, how are you going to love other people? Something <laughs> like that. But, yeah. 
I think we brought up some pretty good points. Sorry, one thing. I don't think you realize this, but actually, Jess has been teaching me about self-care and self-awareness all these years. I have? Yes. <laughs> it's like you go through these experiences and then you tell me about them mm-hmm. and then my brain processes it and then I do it myself. So thank you for your service. Oh, wow. You're welcome. I didn't <laughs> know that I was doing that. But. Yeah. And like, for instance, like before when we when we were younger and you're like annoyed with your parents and stuff, mm-hmm. like I usually brought up, you're like – you know, we always followed like the Bible of like be obedient to your parents, but I like still didn't forget this to this day. You're like, uh, our parents take it literally, but it's not necessarily like you have to be literally obedient. You know, there's other ways to like honor. It's actually honor your mother and father Mm. and it's not be obedient to your mother and father, you know? And so after that kind of stuck with me and that's when I started like speaking up to my mom and I feel like our relationship has gotten better because before I used to let her told me to what to do, you know? <laughs> and now I'm like able to voice myself and she's like, at first she was like, what the, f-? you know? <laughs> what the bleep? Are you talking back? <laughs> Where's my Chanel? I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's slipper or something in yeah. uh, Portuguese. <laughs> but, but, but yeah. Wow, just, I said that to you? Yeah, you told me. That. I know. <laughs> Thanks, past Jess. Young Jess. Young Jess. But yeah, so thank you for that. So I feel like you've kind of helped me through stuff without me even realizing it until now. Mm. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> but yeah that's the thing too right like we can share you know our Mm -hmm. experiences and what's helped us and which is exactly why we're doing this topic for this podcast um and you know it's a practice right so when other people see that you're pretty level-headed and balanced even though you have so many things going on in your life they kind of want to know too oh what's like why are you always so happy you know or Mm -hmm. how you look like really refreshed, even though you're you have all these things going on in your life. So what's your secret? <laughs> you know, <laughs> but it's it's you know it's your own secret recipe of what's gonna work for you to take care of yourself. But first, like you said, you have to be reflective and think about your own life and what's bothering you and. Um, how much you have on your plate and what it is you can knock off that plate, right? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think we can definitely like empower others to show them, hey, I'm taking care of myself in these ways. You can also do the same, you mm-hmm. know, and ultimately find that peace, you know, and mm-hmm. love for yourself. And that's okay. You know, you need yeah. to love yourself, but not be like, Overly self-love, right? <laughs> you don't want to be conceited now. <laughs> Narcissism. Yeah, you don't want to be narcissistic now. Because <laughs> it's not saying that, hey, I don't care about you. I just need to focus on myself now and yeah. only think about myself. Because that, that's like going to selfish, selfish mode, you know. But it's really like, hey, I need to do this thing for myself right now because I know that's what I need for myself. To be more whole to then take care of all these other aspects of my life, right? So you're still caring about those things, 
but in the moment, you need to be that strong pillar for yourself. And if your friends don't understand, send them this episode. (laughs) You need to listen to this episode right now. (laughs) They'll explain it. (laughs) This is how I feel. (laughs) This is a prescription from the Wallflower Hour. (laughs) They get me. Okay. Okay. Um, so before we start the second part, I kind of have to pee. Please hold. <laughs> Please hold and the next available podcast host will be available to assist you. Hello, and we're back to the Wallflower Hour podcast. How may we help you? You're cracking me up. I'm going to Um, So now we're going to talk about self-respect and self-empowerment. So like we said, self-respect is having pride and confidence in who you are and really just be comfortable in your own skin and Self-empowerment is when you really respect yourself and kind of take ownership and control of your own life. So this is kind of like, I feel like care and awareness are kind of like the mental part of it, you know, of like Mm. understanding where you're at. And then self-respect and empowerment is like the active part, you know, like taking action in it, you know. Um, Right. Like caring enough about yourself or having the awareness enough to do something about it, which is that action part of yeah. self-care, right? Yeah. So yeah. Um, so something I've learned through all my years of dating, <laughs> just knows. Oh, just my gosh. Knows. I was going to talk about the same thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh my God. Mine's a super no, short. Okay. No, yeah, go. So just knows I've gone through a ton of crappy guys. <laughs> we don't know who they are (laughs) they're dead to us (laughs) i know and no literally they are i'm just kidding (laughs) um but like i think something i've learned through all of this and it has to take being in a good relationship you know like i'm being i'm in a good relationship now Hmm. you know and it has to take literally healthy yeah healthy yeah it has to take that point to really understand, you know? So for me, self-respect is valuing yourself and Mm. me staying in all those horrible relationships, you know, I'm not valuing myself. You know, I don't have self-respect because if I did, I would not be in this relationship. If that makes sense. Now, sister, amen. Like my friends, my family, whatever, they all love me. You know, they love you unconditionally. Love me unconditionally. <laughs> and that they would like give an arm for me or something. But these guys, I were like these garbage boys I would be dating. <laughs> they would not give me the time of day. They would mm. treat me like garbage. You know what I mean? And so it's not until you're in a relationship where someone actually wants you and loves you is when you realize this is what it's supposed to be like. You know what I mean? If you're in a relationship right now and you don't feel love and you don't feel, or if you're actually, cause I was in relationships that weren't official, 
you know, they just use me. And one of them actually had me as a placeholder. And I'm not respecting myself staying there. They used and abused you. Exactly. And so it's not until you realize if they wanted to be with you, they would be with you. You know, like when I, my current boyfriend, instantly he knew he wanted to be with me, you know, and without a doubt, he was like, in like really short time, he's like, you want to be my girlfriend, you know, or whatever. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> yeah, just like that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But you like, be my girlfriend or something like that. <laughs> I guess, you know. <laughs> but like, it didn't, he didn't hesitate, you know, as opposed to this guy before him, it was like on and off for like two, three years. Is because he didn't respect me enough. He didn't care for me enough. And I didn't care or respect myself enough to get myself out of there. Because I was really mentally, I was depressed. Like looking mm-hmm. back, I'm pretty sad for myself, you know. Like now I'm more self-aware. But right, I was, I'm pretty sad seeing that I had to go through depression, like hardcore depression. And I used like alcoholism to like support that you know and all that stuff and it really does take you realizing you are wanted but just not with this person yeah I think you had mentioned one time that you listened to a podcast and something they said really struck a chord in you Mm -hmm. where they were like if he doesn't want to be with you (laughs) then he doesn't want to be with you (laughs) and you need to love yourself enough to know that you don't want him either because you don't want someone who doesn't want you, you know? It's true, though. Yeah, and it's it's so true because, I mean, looking back when we were younger, right, whenever we would go through a breakup or something like that, our whole world crumbles, right? And yeah. we're just like, huh, what's wrong with me? Like, he didn't love me, <laughs> you know? And, yeah, we, we go through emotions like that, but I think it's a different understanding, like you said, that, you know what, like, Good thing that didn't happen because, like, imagine if you marry the wrong person, right? Or marry someone who didn't love you, right? It's kind of like you, you know, like God protecting you or saving it's from funny that relationship. That, it's funny that you said that because I really did almost marry him. Mm. <laughs> Long story short, not going to go into detail, maybe for another 90 day. 90 day fiance. Literally. <laughs> He needed a green card and oh my god. We almost got married. Not literally, but literally. <laughs> and like, no, I'm not I'm not trying to like expose myself and go to jail. Like we really did like each other though. That was a right. different but it was mutual. Yeah. At the time. At the time. So, but oh my goodness, what a nightmare would have that been. Yeah, that would not have been good. Not the slightest. But look how much you've grown to where, you know, you're you're able to now know yourself, be confident, set your boundaries, and, you know, be with someone who truly loves you for you. And so, I don't know. It's just. That's the way life is. But, yeah, we learn a lot about, like you know, hindsight about self-love and self-respect and, you know, just knowing that sometimes it's not you, you know, there's nothing, you done all you could to try and save that relationship. Um, and as much as you wanted to stay in that relationship, you know, you, it wasn't you 
it was that person that they weren't in a mental place or, you know, right state of mind to be there all for you. And that's probably because they weren't taking care of themselves, right? They didn't know themselves. They didn't have the awareness. And, and so, yeah, we just learned so much about, you know, ourselves. And I think a lot of what starts that journey is us having to go through something hard and negative that brings us down so that we can then build ourselves up and, you know, that's why we're where we're at now through because of those experiences. But And it's not just relationships. It's also right. friendships, too. There can oh, be yeah. toxic friendships or friends. I had a friend that was literally using one of my friends for her own personal uh, self-esteem, you oh, know, gosh. and it didn't take it like my friend did everything in her power to, you know, keep the friendship but there comes to a point where you realize you know is this worth it you know like friendships and relationships are two-way streets you know but you have to respect each other mutually in order to have a healthy relationship yeah I think two things for me for self-respect and empowerment um one I I lost a lot of friends in that I was close to in college. And I think part of that was because during that time in my life, I didn't, I wasn't really confident in who I was and I wasn't really like self-aware of my own triggers and things that make me feel down and things like that. And so at the time when I would be invited to certain hangouts or, you know, I was invited to events, I wouldn't always go And I started to feel like I couldn't really be myself around these people um, because for fear of like being judged or I don't know, because I just felt like it doesn't really matter if I'm there or not. Um, Me being there or not is not going to make a difference, kind of a thinking pattern. And so I stopped like hanging out with them. And, you know, for a long time, it was really hard for me when I would see them hanging out and... I would want to be there, you know, but if I didn't feel like myself and that I couldn't be like valued for who I am or whatnot, then why am I, like we talked about earlier, like why am I going to go and not have a good time or always be thinking these things in the back of my head? So I think, like you said, sometimes having the respect for yourself and valuing yourself enough to say no or to detach from something that's going to be toxic to your mental health, right? Um, So that's one of them, an example that I went through. And then I think the second thing that I've, second major thing that I've been like really learning and processing through in the past year is just, yeah, self-care in its whole, right? But also just (laughs) being able to like love myself and, enough to take care of myself like physically you know what I eat what I you know exercising things like that but then also the happiness aspect of it too I think uh, when I'm in a relationship because of what I've been through in the past um, it's hard I tend to get like 
borderline codependent, right? Where like your happiness is my happiness. And I'm very like, I'm the give, I'm very giving, right? Yeah. And a lot of the times I can like lose myself in that where if I feel like that person's not happy with me, then I'm not happy with myself. And because I'm not happy with myself, then I'm going to be a total crazy psycho B, right? (laughs) Um, So I think something that I've – I listened to this in a podcast. It was self-care, state of mind. And I think it was really powerful for me. Um, But she said, I can't – you can't expect your happiness to come from someone or somewhere else. Mm -hmm. It's not your partner's job to make you feel good about yourself or to make you feel happy. When you hand that responsibility to someone else, you hand them the power to control you and take control of your own happiness. And we also burden them with a responsibility to care for you. And I was like, oh my gosh. Mike drop. I know. Let's like, give her a snap. Let's give her a snap. <laughs> yeah. And I definitely want to like, you know, put that podcast in the description so you guys can listen to it if you want. But it was just, I think her podcast is called Confident Woman or Self Care Sexy. But I'll link both. But when I heard that, I was like, oh my gosh, this message is for me. Like, I cannot let someone's, um, I cannot rely on my happiness. I can't let someone else be responsible and reliant for my happiness because whenever that happens, then I'm just going to be let down all the time because it isn't their responsibility to make me happy. Right. But I was always kind of expecting that. And I realized it's because I wasn't happy with myself. And that's a really hard thing to like, a really tough pill to swallow, right? It's not easy to look at yourself in the mirror and be truthfully, brutally honest with yourself and tell yourself, I don't like who I am right now. I don't like, you know, where my mind is at or how I'm thinking. And maybe I'm just not happy with myself in the way that I'm taking care of myself right now. And when I realize that, when I realize I can't, you know, make this person make me happy you know I have to be happy for myself and I need to find those things that give me joy give me peace and it sounds so simple and like duh you know but (laughs) I needed to hear that from someone else for me to really let that light bulb go and be like she's right like you know (laughs) like when you give that power to someone else then you know, you're not in control of that. You are not respecting and valuing yourself. And like that just empowered me so much to take control of my own life. And that's exactly why they say like, um, you're in control of your own happiness. Is that what they say? So it's mm -hmm. literally like what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's true. And I know some people, especially like patients that I work with sometimes they're like so negative, like anything you say, it's like a negative comeback. They're like, no, no, you know, but it's like, 
sometimes we have to tell them, you need to do this for yourself. You know, like mm-hmm. if you don't get out of bed, you're not going to get better. Like mm-hmm. no one can make you better, but your own efforts and your own care for your own mm-hmm. health. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's the same thing for, for this situation or for us. It's like, no, it's action, right? Self-care is action. No one's going to do anything to help you. You got to do a type of work for yourself, right? You got to invest your in yourself because you care enough about yourself to do those things. And so, I don't know. I also like that it said that you, when you rely on someone to make you happy, you, you're also burdening them, right? And I, mm. I think I realized that too when I wasn't in a happy place with myself that I was – I could see that I was – getting more frustrated and irritable with my boyfriend and I could tell that and he didn't like that right it's like kind of a turnoff and I agree you know like looking back that I can never make you happy you know or like if you're not if you're so unhappy right like why are you with me right and mm-hmm. I think that's when I realized you know I need to take a step back right I need to fix this in myself right um in order to be a better person for for my boyfriend right and a better person in this relationship and for myself and the people that I love so I know that was just a really big lesson for me to like have that self value you know and that self-respect yeah you're in control of your own happiness cool yeah i just wanted to make sure that you're doing okay and taking care of yourself yeah i'm gonna just leave it at that i don't know well that is all the time we have for today i hope yeah you find some c-a-r-e in your life (laughs) self-care you know yeah take some time to maybe reflect on how you're doing how you're really doing Mm -hmm. Um, especially if you're like working from home or you know super busy or find that you're really stressed during the season of life and you know if there's something that you can do to just love on yourself whether it's you know going through that McDonald's drive through (laughs) (laughs) or just, you know, like taking 10 minutes to yourself or taking a bath or, you know, whatever it is, like just take care of yourself because we, we have so many responsibilities, so many hats we wear and, you know, it's good to just make sure you're doing well and, so that you can live a happy and prosperous life. <laughs> Who doesn't want that? <laughs> you can be in control of that. Yes. You are in control of that. So go self-care, y'all. <laughs> thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys.